want to be empowered with the Holy Spirit? Are you in need of an uplifting message? It's time for today's Uplift, encouraging words and biblical truths to help you find freedom in the Lord Jesus Christ. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us for Uplift. I'm Phil Bliss. And I'm Ian Thornton. And tonight, you know, Ian... What? Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. It's been a week. Oh, my Oh, my. It's been a week. Hasn't it? It has. For both of us. Yes. More so for you, I believe. It it really uh, has. It it has been. But, yeah, I mean, everybody's got their own challenges. That's right. And, and, uh, but it's been a week. But we're here. We are. And we are presenting to you Uplift. We hope you enjoy this program. Yes. And tonight, Mm -hmm. before we started, we were talking... A couple weeks ago, maybe a month ago, we talked about Matthew 7, 7. Yeah. We ask, yeah. Seek, ask, seek. Knock. Mm-hmm. Ask and you shall receive. Yeah. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door will be open. And the Lord hasn't let go of that. No, no, he hasn't. And in fact, you know what I, you and I both had discussed that he has told us personally to ask for things. Yes. And yes. I have to admit... I haven't really asked for all that I could really ask for. How about you? No. Okay. No. I feel and, better then. No. I'm in the same boat as you. <laughs> well, but that's so, you know what? That's so hard. I mean, even like you know, we were talking earlier. It's just like you know, somebody asked me what I want for my birthday. I'm just like, uh, you know, yeah, I don't know. And and you really you move that question away from yourself. Yes, you do. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to say it. We we move it away from ourselves. Why do we do that? Do you think? Oh man, <laughs> there's a lot. Well, it's, it, to start off with, you know, you, a lack of self worth. Yes, that's. I mean, you know, that's one that's, right out of the gates. Yeah, and I think we can all, in some way, relate 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 to that. Yeah, it, you know, when we're talking about God here, now, if I were to come up to you and say, Ian, ask me for anything. You'd say you might say something like, "Oh, I need a certain amount of money, or I need a new Jeep, or I need something like that." Oh, yeah. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna offer, I'm gonna ask, right? <laughs> but when God says that, why is it different? I mean, He's the one who can provide. I can't give you a Jeep, <laughs> right? Yeah, you know, He He. You're right. You know, He can provide anything, right? And and yet we we pull up. You know, we pull back. We right. we hold back. You yeah, know, to be honest, we, we really we, do. And there's a story in the Bible mm. where someone was asked, what do you want? Oh, man. And he just put it all out there, didn't he? <laughs> I know, man. That's like some serious boldness. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, so let's talk about that. That sounds great. Sounds great. So we're in the book of Second Kings, mm-hmm. and Elijah... Elijah the Tishbite, Tishbite, is that how you say that? I think so. Tishbite? Yes, Tishbite. Mm-hmm. He is about ready to be taken up into heaven in right. a whirlwind in a very miraculous and unique way. Yeah. And he says to Elisha, ask me, or what can I do for you before I depart? Right. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, chapter 2. Um, okay. He does. He says, that's exactly what he asks. He says, um, tell me, what can I do to do for you? Before I am taken from you. Chapter 2, verse 9. Okay. What can I do for you before I'm taken from you? And Go ahead. The response. Elisha said, (laughs) please let a double portion of your spirit be upon me. Mm. 
a double portion. Do you know who Elijah is? I, mean, I know. He is spoken of as part of the Bible, like the law and the prophets. They're talking mainly about Elijah. The, yeah. the Jews look for Elijah to return. Yep. Elijah is a very prominent person in the Bible, a very strong spirit, and the Spirit of God was very strongly upon him. Mm-hmm. And now Elisha's saying, give me a double portion of your spirit. Right. You know, you know, when I think double portion, I think ice cream. <laughs> Sorry, I had to bring it up from a couple of weeks ago. But <laughs> Great. Now I've got that stuck in my head. When are we done? Because I really... <laughs> but, you know, in, in thinking about that, too, one of the thoughts that, that came to my mind, and, and I, I believe the Lord just dropped this in my heart so that we could compare to, like, this... Um, thirst, boldness, pursuit of Elisha. Mm. And and we both, you know, throughout our, our time and all in ministry, um, had an opportunity to talk with different people and, and we've we've probably even said it. I know that I have. But you talk to somebody who you see as a um, maybe a mentor or somebody who um, their character is something that you're striving for that you would like mm-hmm. to have in your life. Mm-hmm. And the comment that comes out of my mouth, or I've heard other people say it is, if I could only be half of what you are. Yeah. And that is so extremely opposite of Elisha. Yeah. He's wanting, give me double what you have. Double. You know, and, and while I'm going, oh, if I could only be half. And I'm like, you know, where where did I buy into this lie from the enemy mm-hmm. that I, you know, can only be part of or half of I what think, God wants to develop in my life? Right. And I think you said it best earlier when you said it comes from a sense of unworthiness. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not worthy to have a full portion of what you have. I'm not worthy to be the man you have been. Mm-hmm. I'm only worthy of half. And if I could even be half, and you know when we say it that way, yeah. it's almost like saying, I don't think I can even be half. Exactly. If That's I could true. only be half. But God wants to give us so much more. It, he does. So here we have him, you know, the Lord just speaking to our hearts and going, ask, ask, yeah. ask, ask me for what you want. For, And I don't, I'm not saying, you know, putting our hands on Cadillacs and the, <laughs> you know, well, car sure. lots and stuff. <clears throat> but ask me for what for what you want, and that's you know looking at our lives and our purposes, um, our God given purposes through His eyes. Then we know the things that we need to fulfill what He's called us to do, mm-hmm. and to ask Him. And if we don't ask Him, go. You know what, God? There's probably some things that I'm forgetting, and that's just being brutally honest yeah. and out there, and yeah. just going, please send those things to me. Give yeah. me the discernment and the wisdom. Yeah. to know what those things are. So let's stop there for a moment. Okay. Because I know that someone may take this as, well, I want a million dollars. I want to win the lottery. I want a new car. I want a new house. Right. I want, want. And somebody did mention something about that in the Bible. James, chapter 4, verse 2, verse 3. Yeah. He says, when you ask and you don't receive, it's because you're asking out of your own desire. Mm. Wrong motive. Wrong motive. Yeah. And, and when Jesus said in Matthew 7, 7 to ask, seek, and knock, he was assuming, well, knowing, I shouldn't say assuming, that you were going to ask in accordance with the will of God. So mm-hmm. now I'm, we've lost several people who say, oh, okay, so according to will. You can still have that. Right. 
God wants you to have that. He wants you to have things that are wonderful, that are great. Mm -hmm. Okay, maybe it's not win the lottery because that's not a good thing. We think that money will solve all our problems. It doesn't. Maybe maybe you need a car. Ask for, you know what, I did this once. (laughs) I really did. (laughs) Great. Tell tell the story. Good example. I'm glad that the Lord reminded me of this. I was... um, I was still in college, just about to graduate from college. Okay. okay? And my car was terrible. Oh, wow. I was, was if I were to drive just a couple miles, I'd be worried about it getting there. Is this the one with the broomstick handle? No. (laughs) No. That was was the car before this one. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's another story. (laughs) Anyway, it, it was, I had my first car, my parents gave me a car, and it, and I had to use a broomstick handle to, to plug the exhaust that broke off. A pipe broke off the exhaust, and that's what he's talking about. But <laughs> this was the car that I got after. It was like my second car. I got okay. it after that car blew up, and um, I needed it for college. And and I, it got to the point where I was really afraid to drive it anywhere. And okay. I just prayed, and I and I believe God was saying to me, ask me for a car. Yeah. And not just a car. I was very specific. I wanted a blue Cavalier two-door, and I, I just laid it all out before God. Guess what I got? A blue two-door Chevy Cavalier. Awesome. 1990. Awesome. I'm showing how old I am. I did. And that <laughs> car, I drove it well over almost 200,000 miles I put on it. Awesome. Yeah. It lasted a long time. The, the, and that's a great example of God at, God telling us to ask for those things that we need yes. along with some of the things that we want. Yeah. there's That's not wrong. But if the motive right. is that I just want the fanciest, nicest car off the lot... It was not fancy, and it was—it was nice, but it was not fancy. <laughs> but you, you see what I'm saying? It's yeah. Like he, with those wrong motives is right, what right. That's cancels what out. Yes. The because God knew I needed a answer. car. Mm-hmm. I needed it for work when I started work after right. I graduated. I I used that car when I started my family. Took we took us places. I went to awesome. North Carolina with it. Um, it was a good car. But yes, it was not fancy. It didn't have a radio. I had to cut that little plastic thing out where the radio goes and put uh-huh. my own radio in it and wire it up on my own. I didn't put that on my list that I wanted a radio, but by golly, I got that blue Cavalier <laughs> two-door. Man, that is awesome. So yeah, it, when you need something, don't be afraid to ask God for it. Well, when you desire something. And, and, and two, you know, if I can throw this in there, it, yeah. it is... Oftentimes, it is not our definition of need. Yes, that's a good point. Very good point. You know, God, there are things that we need, but there's other things that God wants to give yes. in that. So yes. it's, it's like, you know, I could live in a cardboard box down underneath the bridge. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, that, what do I need? Yeah. versus what does God want to give me in my need right. to meet that. So right. there's some of those... Right. And there again, he's a good father. Yes. You know, he wants to give us those gifts and those extras and, and those type of things too. So it's really, it's a combination of those things. And, and, and with that, you know, God's, he is, he's telling us to ask. Ask. There, I'm reminded of a story of a man named Jesus who said, you... Who are good fathers, when your son asks you for That's a piece right. of bread, you don't give him a snake. 
or maybe it was a rock. I don't remember now, but you don't you don't give them what they ask for. Right. That's go- our God. It is. He gives us what we ask for. It is. When we ask in the right motives, not for our own desires, our own lusts. It's for our needs and for the betterment of his kingdom. It is. In many ways. It really yeah. is. Because people get to watch him be and do for his children. Absolutely. And, and it is such a open invitation for yeah. those who are watching to go, yeah. I I want that relationship. I, I want to be a part of someone who cares about me that much, who's going to, to walk me through these days of life, good or bad, mountaintops or valleys. Right. You know, he's always there. And and people get to watch and get to see him be and do. It, it is. It's really amazing. And I I take from this from this is that I'm getting challenged. And and my personal challenge is that I'm not bold enough. Yeah. In what I ask for. Yeah. And I think I'm gonna be after this show tonight. I, I am. <laughs> I really you know, over the last Several weeks, you know, things have have happened and and things have transpired and and God is just continually going, ask me, ask me, ask mm. me for more, um, and and not that, not that I I don't trust Him, but at points that self worth, I'm like, do I really need those yeah. things? But God is yeah. like, look, I want to pour out upon you. Ask me. Yeah. Ask me, and then and so you know even in in this in Second Kings, it goes on to where Elisha meets up with the widow, mm-hmm. right? Oh, so yeah. she's got yeah. two. I think it's two sons, um, mm-hmm. and and the debtors are coming, and they're going to either they either they need to be paid or they are going to take her children into slavery for right. payment. Right. right. And and so Elisha says, um, "Well, what do you have?" Well, she's got, you know, I've got a little bit of oil. And he's like, okay, I want you to go to your neighbors, and I want you to ask for more pots. Okay. And, and, and this was, this was the, 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 uh, the sentence in the verse that, that just penetrated my heart. And Elisha tells her, do not ask for a few. Ask for more. Yes. Ask for do not ask for a few. Mm. You know... You're right. It's a false sense of humility. It is, isn't it? Yes. Like I it don't is. feel like I should really ask for. You know, I need a I need a jar to put some oil in. I really don't feel like I should ask for four, though I see four of them sitting there. I'm just going to ask for one. Ask for four. That's what God wants. Right. And He's going to take care of that person who gives. Yes. The four. Yes. They'll get four or more in return, possibly. God is when God is moving. Do what he says. Mm-hmm. Don't think that I'm not worthy. Do it. Ask. Yeah. And receive. You will receive. Ooh, man, <laughs> that that is <laughs> that one is just like we we ought to do a whole show on the spiritual gift of receiving. Oh yes. Yes. You know, yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Because so many times we hold back because we don't want to look greedy right we right. don't want to seem ungrateful right we you know all, <clears throat> we've all we all deal with it and we can go through and we can list all the reasons why we don't <laughs> yes we can 
And God is the whole time. He is like, I want to bless you and bless you and bless you and bless you. I don't remember where it is in Scripture. You probably do. <clears throat> where we are paid back 10, 20, 30, 40, 60, yeah. 100 fold. Uh, yeah. It's in uh, John is somewhere. It? Okay. So in that... Mm-hmm. I don't remember exactly. What if the difference between the 40 and the 60 is a question of asking? Oh, oh boy. That's good. Right? Yeah. Because he has promised the 60. Yes. Yeah. And he's going to give it. But like we've both said so yes. many times, yes, he won't force anything no. on you. you. But when you ask, yep. if you have children and they ask you for something, do you give it to them if they... Sure. It, you you yeah. weigh you weigh it, right? Yeah. yeah, you do, but you bend over backwards. Right. To right. get it to exactly. Get it. And to get if it you can't them. give it right away, I, I tell you <laughs> I know There's a plan. Recently my daughter asked me for something and I thought, How am I gonna do this? But I made a way. There you go. To find I found a way to make it happen for her. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. That's a great example. And because it meant that much to me that she asked me yeah. that she was she believed in me enough to ask me to help her with something and I found a way. And and God is not like me. He's greater than I. When we ask him, he'll find a way. Mm. He'll find a way. Man, that is great, Phil. That is so that is so good. It is it is <clears throat> you know, what we're talking about tonight is um is a point of freedom. Yeah. And and really just to be delivered from the false sense of humility and the lack of self-worth. Yes. And really just to grab a hold of it for um, for how God sees us and to allow our own hearts to believe what yeah. He says about us right. and how He sees us and then to um, ask Him to be and do. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. It's just really neat to be a part of of this learning. Yes. You know, and, and being taught. And, and the Spirit is teaching. We, regardless of how, you know, we can make up all kinds of reasons why and how we have come to this point of this false sense of humility, this not feeling worthy. It's all lies of the enemy. You know, we it can is. blame it on That's right. improper teachings in churches, but I'm not doing that. I'm not cutting down churches. I'm blaming where it comes from, the source. It comes from the enemy, mm-hmm. from the father of lies. Yes. Yes. From the father of lies. <clears throat> and God wants to turn that around for all of us. He wants us to ask and receive what he wants to give. Mm. Man, that's good. But we just have that's to ask. Good. And... I know that there's somebody watching tonight that's probably saying, okay, okay, I'm going to ask, and then you're going to stop listening to this program or stop watching it, however you're viewing, mm-hmm. and the enemy's going to move in, and they're just going to say, you're not worthy. You know, th- those guys don't know what they're talking about. Say no. Say no to that right away, and right then and there, ask God. Mm-hmm. What has been on your heart? Because if it's on your heart, God probably put it there. Yeah. Yeah. And and the other thing to come against is rejection. Yes. That fear of rejection. Yes. You know, we've talked a lot about that. And yes. it's like, man, I don't know if I should ask. I don't know if, 
you know, because, you know, it's every time in the past, every time I've asked somebody for help before, this is how it's turned out, and it's always been bad. Yeah. You know what? Break that loose. Exactly. You know what? Just break that loose and step into what God's calling for you to ask for. And, you know, break it loose, like Ian said. We have the authority to break it loose. Yes. He, God has given us that authority and power through Jesus Christ right. to break the chains that bind us. Mm-hmm. We don't need to be super righteous in order to break the chains. We break the chains so we can become right. righteous. Right. That is so true. Yeah. That is so true. Break the chains now. Yes. Let God mm-hmm. lead you to righteousness. It's, it's not on your own. Right. There's no self-righteousness about this. So stop letting the enemy cut you down and tell you you're not, you can't do it, mm-hmm. you're not worthy, that, that this is all false. Break that right now. Go to the Lord and just ask him to break that and find freedom and move forward into the righteousness God has for you and receive what he wants to give. That's exactly right. And don't be afraid to ask. No, no, if, freedom. I want, you know, Lord, I, it would be something along these lines. You know, Lord, I, I want freedom from X. Yes, that is perfect. Example. I want freedom. I'm asking for freedom from lack of self-worth. Something that the enemy has plagued me with the years of my life. God, you created me. You made me. You, We are fearfully and wonderfully made. And I am one of those that you have created. So God, I ask you to restore my value and my worth and how you see me and not what the enemy makes me think that I am. Mm. So I'm asking you, Lord, for freedom and for re- and as far as rejection. We can do the same thing with rejection. Right, right. You know, Lord, I ask for freedom from rejection, that I have a freedom to come to you and ask for those things that you place on my heart and to know and to trust that you will fulfill your promises to me and that you will give me what I ask for. And so in the name of Jesus, we break loose the rejection, and yes. we break loose the lack of self-worth, and we bind to ourselves those things that are righteous and holy and how you see us, and we discard the, the lies of the enemy and the father of lies. We, we remove him, but we bind to us those things that you have told us and how you see us. Mm. So that's a, a way yes. to go about doing that. Yes. And you can just you pray right along with us. Yes. On that, and the, yes. and, and the Spirit is just going to move, and He is going to break those chains. You may even hear them hit the floor. Oh yeah, right. Amen. And just and and there, you, and you, so you move and you walk in freedom. Yes. And you know, if you believe that Jesus Christ died for your sins, you're believing in a someone that you cannot see. You're believing mm-hmm. in what you've been taught, and it's true. And the, I mean, we can go through the entire Bible and and prove it. We can prove it in many, many ways. If you believe that, you can believe this. Mm -hmm. You can believe that it is possible. That's right. To break these chains, to find this freedom, to ask God for what you want. Right. You can believe it because it's the same God who gives salvation is giving these gifts to us. That's right. That's right. It's such a growth and a step of faith. Yeah. Exactly what we're talking about yeah, tonight, Phil. Exactly. It really is. It just takes you to that next level. And you may know you may have stories in your own life of of asking God for a car or asking God for a house because he's put it on your heart. Um right. he, asking him for a child. Oh yes. Uh, whoever out there is listening, ask him. Yes. 
ask him. But you may have those stories, but the next step is, well, you know, Ian, that, that, that next thing that's on my heart is so much bigger than what I've asked for in the past. Okay. <laughs> Exactly. (laughs) It is because God is taking you into that next season. He's taking you into that next territory. We we often talk about um, stretching the tent pegs Mm -hmm. so that your territory is greater, that it covers more area, that it's larger than where you were in the last season. Well, for that to happen, then you know what? Your next ask is going to be bigger than your previous ask. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's part of growth. It is. It's growth. That's exactly, Phil. Yeah, that's the it's point. It's growth. I mean, you don't you don't become a Christian and then it just suddenly, okay, that's it until you die and you go to heaven. No, God is continually moving us forward, right. increasing us. I'm not the same person I was five years ago, mm, certainly amen. not three years ago, and same not even here. a year ago. Right. You know, and <laughs> not even yesterday. I know, because <laughs> Phil's being accelerated. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's true. I know. I it's know. true, and it's fun to watch. But see, that's part of it too. You know, uh, getting to watch what God's doing in your life yeah. is so encouraging to me. And, and the same for me and, and in your life. And for those others and, and for that those, are with, yes. yeah, that are that are listening and that are watching with us tonight. Yes, it's like you know, you have a world, a sphere of influence and impact yeah. that God has given you, and people are watching. And they're listening to you, and yes. Yes. aren't they? Yes. And, and they're going to watch God move and work in your life, and then your relationship with the Lord as it builds and grows becomes like a whirlpool, and it sucks people in so that they can be a part of and have the, that relationship. So when you're asking, it's not just for you, but God's going to move in your life so other people can see it and that they'll be blessed by it because you know what? He loves them too. Yeah, absolutely. And he wants that relationship with them also. Right. And you know, what Ian just said, see it, believe it, and accept it, receive it. Because we could go through a list of names right now and and call you out and say, we're seeing this in your life. We're seeing God working. Yes. You see it, you receive it, you believe it, and you continue to move in it because you know it's happening. That's right. They know it's happening. That's right. Man, that's good. Yes. Fantastic. <clears throat> it is. And it's. I go back to that one, and you know, and all of this just, you know, explodes out of that one sentence. Yeah. Do not ask for a few. Do not ask for a few. Wow. That's powerful. It is. It is. It, it has just, it is still sinking into my soul. I am still, and my spirit is, is just still processing that. Um not just what it means, but what does it mean for me? What does it mean for me? And and obviously my, my family. It, I, I look at that and go, so what impact does God want to further create and bless us with and mm. my family so that others are drawn to him? Because that's what happened with the widow. Right, exactly. Right. Because all of the neighbors who gave their their oil vessels and their jars and and those type of things knew that they were filled. Right. They saw the miracle. They did. They saw the miracle. They were a part of the miracle. Part of the miracle, right. And they they went on telling their... 
they probably were like, you know what? Hey, man, that was one mile was my jar. <laughs> that, you know, that that's miracle oil right there. That filled my jar. And it's it's that same concept. You know, when God moves in our lives and he tells us to step into things or he wants us to ask things from him, it is setting the stage for him to put himself on display and to touch so many people. Because he can do it. Because he can do it. That's exactly right. And he right. wants to do it. Yes. And if you're looking for examples of other people in the Bible who have done this, have been so bold to ask God for things, 1 Kings chapter 3, Solomon, oh. asking for wisdom. Right. Uh, go back to the book of Genesis. Abraham asking God to not destroy Sodom and Gomorrah if he can just find a certain number of people. And he keeps boldly going back and asking him. Right. Um, That's good. Just That's there's, really other, good. there's other stories where people just boldly ask the Lord and he provides. Mm-hmm. Hannah. So, Hannah, yes, that's a good First uh, Samuel, chapter two, I think it is, maybe three. It's um, in First Samuel. It's in First Samuel. <laughs> but yeah, but really, but we were just talking about children. Yeah, and and there's a boldness, right, in that, right, and um, and you know, the Creator of life wants to give that. So much He wants to give. Oh, He does. It's he just, really does. It's overwhelming. But what He did not give us was enough time. Carrying on. (laughs) (laughs) So we are out of time for tonight. Oh, my gracious. That's great. (laughs) But thank you for joining us tonight. It has been wonderful. And I really hope you will take the time to ask. I know I'm going to go home and ask. I I am. I've been putting it off too long. I I am. And and it's one of those things, too, to, you know, as far as um, accountability. Yeah. I mean, I'm... I need you to. Um, I'm, you're you're my accountability partner. I'm asking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Same here. I'm asking. Uh, I, real quick, I just want to say a thank you to everyone who has listened on the podcast. Yes. We have over two thousand downloads of our podcast in just the last couple months. I like the last six months. It's pretty amazing. That's amazing. So there's a lot of people listening to the podcast. That's so thank fantastic. You for that, uh, if you're watching on Facebook, on YouTube, thank yeah. you for watching. Um, Reach out to us. Give us a comment. Yeah, absolutely. Love Send to hear us from an you. Email prayer at fulcrumradio.org. If you have a prayer request, if you just want to reach out, if you want to talk to us, find us on yes. Facebook. Awesome. You can look for the Fulcrum Center page on Facebook or Fulcrum Radio page mm-hmm. on Facebook. You can look for Phil Bliss and Ian Thornton on Facebook. Yep. Fulcrum Radio on uh, YouTube, the Fulcrum Center on yes. YouTube. Mm hmm. Many ways to find us, and you can also go to the fulcrumcenter.org website page yes. and find lots more information there. Yeah, we're there too. So thank you all for supporting us and, yes, and being a part of this. so it's, thankful. It really is a, an honor to serve you in oh, this way, man. and we're very grateful, and we'll be back next week. That sounds great. All right, we'll see you. God bless. Blessings. Blessings.